welcome back to Arcade Cozy, the coziest game room on the internet. My name is Chris. My name is Corey. And we are coming back at you with another episode in the middle yeah. of summer. It's July now. It is hot. That's what it Here is. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, it is um, very hot. It's very not fun most days. Um, I fortunately no. don't have to, like, I know you're less, I mean, you you have kind of like a hybrid uh, kind of work environment schedule. Yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I'm kind of in the same place, like, when... On most days, I can kind of like, as long as I don't have to go and be seen by anybody that I work with, I can dress how I want. But it's those days where I have to actually do like work things um, that I dread because at best I can wear jeans and that yeah. makes me feel like I'm dying. Um, mm, so yeah, I hate that's, wearing pants it's, to work. Yeah. Um, I've always been more of like a pants person up until recently, I think, just because it's, Ooh, yeah, it's so, so hot. Also, like I don't know, this, this summer, I've been basically just moist the entire time. Oh, why? why would you use that <laughs> word? <laughs> um, That's awful. So consistently wet and it is not fun. Um <laughs> um oh, gosh yeah, Stop. yeah but uh please but other than that i mean other 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 than the perpetual fire that we're um engulfed in Corey, how's your week been it's been good i'm trying to think i've been some gaming been some reading i am on book 10 of the uh, wheel of time series now i'm on crossroads okay. of twilight um wow which um, honestly kind of sucks. If I'm being honest, uh, the other one ended on such like a high note and, and now it was like, and here's 85 pages of prologue from a bunch of yep. random p- point of view characters that aren't the main ones. I'm like, Robert Jordan, why, <laughs> why are you doing this to me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, other than that, nothing too much more. Um, the little dog we've adopted, we believe we found his owner. Um, I okay. think she's coming by here maybe relatively soon uh, okay. to come pick him up. So, you know, that that's good. And, um, yeah, that's and been it, my week. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. How's your week been? And a, and a little tough, I would imagine, to, you know. Have kind yeah, of taken a, a, a dog, and then I mean, good news, you know, in the in the grand like over arc, but still a little tough, I can imagine. I mean, yeah, we were fully prepared to bring him in. Like uh, my wife had just taken to get like a full on haircut at the groomer, uh-huh. uh, all that came back, and we saw the poster posted on like the one of like the electric like poles in our neighborhood, uh-huh. um, like two houses up from us. We're like. Oh, no, that's him. So, um, okay. yep, he's going to be off. Our, our Corrado's real name is Rocky. Um, okay. So, there's that. <laughs> um, well. But, yeah. Yeah. Good deed. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. You guys, uh, you guys helped. And, you know, it's also amazing to me that uh, somebody sticking a lost... Uh, looking for yeah. sign on a telephone pole still works. Oh, it worked. And so, um, yeah, we're just waiting for her. She's, she was out of town. And so she's coming in this evening. She's going to smack okay. him. So love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, Lord, Corey, yeah. uh, my week's been fine. Nothing of note. Just, <laughs> just fine. It, it is what it is. <laughs> it's been, it's, um, <laughs> my week's been fine. Yeah. It, yeah. My week's been, it's, you know, it's been, just another week, another hot week. It's just a lot of stuff going on. Feel busy, you know, but yeah, what it's it, the, whatever. It's just the old routine at this point, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, it's a, that adult grind that you get in. And I oh, hate it. Just, I hate it. It's just the worst. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been playing some things in between me doing other things and you, Corey, you've been playing things. I've been playing a thing. Um, a thing. I've been playing. 
yeah, I played and finished uh, Fire Emblem Three Hopes. Um, not not yeah. finally. I mean, my, my playtime I think was like forty three hours, forty four hours. Okay. Um, yeah. Across two weeks, I mean, that's not bad. Um, so yeah, uh, finished Three Hopes. I think we'll be talking about that in the back half. Very spoilery for Three Hopes and Three Houses. Yep. Um, but yeah, lots of thoughts. Uh, most of them pretty positive. Um, a couple negative, but that, that's just how it goes with me. Um, but all around <laughs> good experience, I would say. Yeah. Um, that's going to be the plan. You know, we obviously I've been playing some few different things. We'll kind of talk about that. Maybe a little bit of news stuff kind of fill in the top half, but yeah, in the back, um, we will be pretty open and spoilery about um, both three hopes and three houses, just because, you know, it's, it, it kind of, I think helps to, since they kind of are so inextricably tied together, yeah. just in like, it's difficult to talk about one without the other, but um, you yeah, shouldn't you play know. one without playing the other, I would say. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I think, <clears throat> I think, I don't know. I, I may disagree, I guess, because like, mm. you know, I think if you, if, I think if you like one, it's worth playing the other. And I think you can appreciate some of the decisions about one over the other, but I definitely, I mean, the spoilers of one of them is going to probably also be some of the spoilers for the other one too, just because. Yes. Yeah. They they essentially like hit similar notes in some areas and they have big yep. like departures. But, you know, in that regard, like they are there are a lot of similarities. So say so all that to say mm-hmm. you haven't if you care about the story of three houses and three hopes, but have not played them and don't want to be spoiler spoileried, um, then, you know, don't don't listen to the back half. But or come. Yeah. I mean, listen, if you want to listen to it, um, if you don't care to or, play, you just want to hear it. Yeah, yeah, and then just come back later. Um, But yeah, Corey, let's dive in. Do you you want to talk about any, I mean, do you want to just save all of your, what you've been playing for the back half when we're talking about Three Hopes? Um, Oh, well, I do have news to share. Um, (gasps) Elden Ring. So I've been working through Ronnie's quest line. Still working through that. I kind of got to a point where um, I was just getting my teeth kicked. Um, And so it's the uh, under... I'm trying to think. So you go to... How do I do this? Opening spoilery. Um, Uh, uh, Coffin. You get in the coffin, go down the thing. Um, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I understand what you mean. And then... Yes. Yeah, there's there's a large monstrosity awaiting giant laser yeah yeah it sucks yeah yeah um, yeah yeah uh so pulled back um and then i have made it into the capital of uh Lindell, though um beat the okay. draconic tree sentinel um which okay. was nice. taking me literally forever to beat but yeah. um I never noticed the summon sign next to it, um, which okay. is you know, a little frustrating. So I summoned um, this horned guy with a big hammer and just kind of stood to the side and just peppered spells while he tanked all the hits. And yeah, it worked. Nice. Um, Good deal. So yeah, I went to the man's the captain. I'm like, oh, well, now I'm here. Well, let's go back in. That's how I've ended up where I'm at now. So but yeah, th- that is my Elden Ring update. Very nice. Yeah. Um, Sorry. How do you much. feel about the guy that recently beat Elden Ring without getting hit and was also level one? I was literally scrolling through Reddit um, before like we got on here and I saw that. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> and I just clicked it and watched. I'm like, this, this is stupid. This is absurd. Yeah. Like I, did, I just well, scrolled like to the um, Margit, um, not Margit. Yeah, um, yep. What is it? Yeah, fight. I'm just like, this is stupid. I love it. Oh, I feel yeah. like such a noob watching this. Yeah, well, and it's it, kind of. I mean, there's that one guy, the streamer, who for the longest time, I don't know if he did it with the Bloodborne. 
in Sekiro if he just did it for the core Souls games, but he played through at least Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3 without getting hit. Like, he played through all three of them and did it, um, I guess, on stream. And, like, I remember whenever at least, maybe I guess whenever he beat 3, like, the developer had a comment about it where it was like, that just, it's shouldn't even be possible. <laughs> it's not even, it's not even... That's not fair. Like you can't, <laughs> you can't do that. Well, I, I saw someone beat Elden Ring without using Torrent, and I'm like, they did what? Uh, that's interesting. How? Like, like where? Walk me through this because there are distinct points where I'm like, oh yeah, you like 1,000 percent need to have him for like this thing. Yeah. But then when I like Radon like, comes to mind. But yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, I mean, plenty of other places, but that's the first one that comes to mind is like a place that I don't, I wouldn't even be able to fathom. Not it's pe- what people are doing with this game. I mean, you know, people, and I actually understand it, it is an easy, platinum. they're making a people mockery pl- of it, is what they're doing. Yeah. Well, people platinum this game in the first like week of it. And now people are like, <laughs> not only have I mastered it, I have just absolutely dominated it. And now I own it. I am the owner now yeah. from Soft. Yeah. Uh, the level one I guy who own beat it. your game now. <laughs> well, it was, it was also not only that he beat the entire game without getting hit, he did it in like two and a half hours. Or did you already say that? I didn't. He no, beat it. That's he, yeah, he apparently beat it in about like two and a half hours. I'm like, what? Excuse me? Goodness. I love and it. it I, I love it, but at the same time, I'm like, where do you find the time, my guy? I mean, I assume that's just his day job if he's doing that and respect to him yeah. for it. Well, and some people, I mean, and that's the thing is like, I feel like one thing that like I forget just because I play so many things is that most people don't like yeah. plenty of people do, but I think like the vast majority, like they lean in and they just play something hard. And like the person that comes to mind is, um, my wife's niece's boyfriend, who I guess is my niece's okay. boyfriend, but you know, yes, that's, that's not how I refer to her. <laughs> um, but you could, if you're listening, I, I love you so much. You're, you're wonderful. But, um, her boyfriend, also great. Um, he is very into Souls games. And I think his like right. I know he platinumed Sekiro. I think he was working on the platinum for Elden Ring if he Jeez. hadn't gotten already, but it was like those were just the games that he was playing. Like it was like he wasn't playing anything else. It was it was like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to play four, five, six times through this game over and over. Like this is my game. And he plays a lot of other stuff, but that's the thing is like, he, he isn't playing everything. He's playing like a more select group of things. He's playing like CSGO and a couple like regularly. And then a couple other like big single player things whenever it comes out. Um, so so yeah, I mean that's that's what I always think about. Same thing with like, right. you know, somebody puts three thousand hours in Animal Crossing. It's like a, who even has the time? But it's like, I mean, if that's the only game you're playing, then yeah, that's yeah, it tracks, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I um I want to come back to Elden Ring. I feel like it. I I think it is like a daunting. I think you mentioned this before, but it's like a it's a daunting like idea. Just thinking about coming back. Elden Ring and being so immersed in like having all of this in front of you. And I think it also like does because I, I ran into this problem with Breath of the Wild too, like mustering up some of that excitement to go back through for a second playthrough because like some of the magic of it is that first time when you're uncovering yeah. everything. Like when you're going through it the second time and you know somewhat that like, okay. I know it's not necessarily worth going over here and finding this thing or doing this thing or like even if I do like some of that some of that like exploration magic is lost um, Mm -hmm. despite the game being great regardless. So I feel like it's one of those games where I'm going to have to have like almost like enough time to where my memory's just been wiped on it for me to go back and legitimately like play through it again. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I I do like Elden Ring. It was a good game. I enjoyed it. I a mean, lot. It, 
it's a very good game, but yeah, it's just so huge, so not dense and dense at the same time. And there's just so much that's happening and it's, it's a very large steak I'm trying to eat. Um, yeah, the steak's not the best analogy. It's like a giant like pan of your like grandma's lasagna. And like you eat like a good portion of it immediately. Man, that's amazing. You put it in the freezer, you take it out and it's life's shelf is essentially endless at this point. Um, and that's where I'm at with it. And then there's just, it keeps coming over and over and over and over. Yeah. Yeah. You should see that's the thing. You also think you've eaten so much of it. And then every time you pull it back out, you're like, Oh my, there's still so much left. And that is where I am. Absolutely out with this game. That is the perfect analogy right there. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I love it. You did good. That's a, that's an A plus for me for your words. I think you yes. did wonderful today. Um, class dismissed. Um, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I I have <laughs> I um I haven't been playing like a ton of different stuff. Um, the main things that I've been playing, I finished. Um, so I think last week had not yet finished the Cuphead like campaign. Maybe I can't right. remember, um, but I finished it, and then I finished the DLC. Um, the delicious last virtually like course, which is a yes. acronym DLC. Yeah, I know. Whenever I f- whenever I saw that, like how I saw that was on my Instagram at Four Point Pixel on Instagram. You can follow me there. Um, the yeah. in my bio, I'll usually kind of put like what I've been playing. And it's usually like the bio has other information, so I'm pretty limited. So I couldn't put Cuphead the delicious last course. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'll just make an acronym. And I put Cuphead DLC. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> you're like, that's when you're just like, respect. I don't. Yeah. Um, but I played the, D- the DLC was pretty, I mean, not short, but it like I finished it probably in like a day ish like it, yeah. it wasn't too difficult to go through um but yeah i mean overall like my if you want to listen to like more thoughts on cuphead we talked about it last week but mm-hmm. overall like loved the cuphead experience overall like i think it's just um the delicious last course especially like all of those bosses because i mean at this point i think it's been something like five years since cuphead yeah. originally came out Um, and in the DLC you have, it's kind of, I mean, you have, I guess, technically maybe like six to seven like boss bosses. There is one, um, area that has like a few mini bosses, but by and large, like it's not that many whenever you consider the original Cuphead had something like 20 like right. they have you know more and plus they have some platforming levels and stuff like that um but each of the ones in the dlc are like feel more like spectacular to watch like they feel mm-hmm. a lot more like like there's just so much more happening in the background and with the, like the animations of the bosses and stuff um, that they are legitimately like, Whoa, like if you're here for the spectacle of like what this looks like is like a moving picture, then it's wonderful in that regard. Um, And legitimately, like I, I think I had mentioned, like I didn't last week, I didn't have any sort of perspective on the DLC, but figured or had heard that it was slightly easier Um, and that was, that was my experience largely. Like, I don't think, um, I don't think any of the DLC bosses were like super duper difficult. Um, there were, there were a couple that really like did give me a hard time, but none, like it wasn't like coming into it again, going back to the souls discussion, like sometimes, you know, the hardest boss in a souls game is in like the DLC that comes out for it, you know? Yeah. And it's like, um, like bloodborne, I think was that way where the final boss and, or like one of the bosses in there is like the hardest boss in all of uh, bloodborne. Was it like um, the amygdala or something like that? Was it? I can't remember. No, it doesn't what it's called. I never I, actually I, played the DLC, um, which I should, should at some point. I've heard it's great. I've heard yeah. it's phenomenal. Um, but it's, yeah, it's not like that because partially, 
I think in large part due to the fact that like you can play as Cuphead or Mugman during it, but you're it's kind of implied that you should be playing as uh, Miss Chalice and Miss Chalice's right. like move sets are different. Um, she so I mean it takes a minute to learn, but whenever you do, like she's she's almost got it a little bit easier like than Cuphead right. or Mugman. Um, just in some some regards. And um you can actually like transfer her, like you can use her in the original game. So I mean if you've even if you've never played it, if you buy the bundle, you only have to beat maybe like one or two bosses, go to the DLC and you can unlock her and then like take her into the main game, which from what I've understood is like sometimes easier, sometimes harder just because like bosses weren't designed for her in mind. Yep. So they like could be a whole lot easier or they could be like near impossible just because of the mechanics of things. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's wonderful game, wonderful, like just spectacle of a thing. Um, love the whole just universe of it. And I love the whole, like, I don't know, like I, I know it's tough. I know it's like a tough thing to have like a art team and just a, like in general, a team that is hand crafting these like illustrations the way that they have. And and to, I imagine like a similar degree, but maybe like less regarded in this way, but like hollow Knight, there's a new roguelike that came out called, um, I can't remember. It's like you're the you're like the CEO of the death. I can't remember what it's called. Death Inc. Uh, death Inc. Game. Death. Have a nice death. That's what it's called. Okay. Um, hmm. it is on. But I looked at it, and I mean, like, gave me big Hollow Knight vibes. Like just okay. from because it's it's very like hand drawn illustration type stuff. Um. But I like I hope there's more of that, like regardless of how long it takes, like I would guarantee a lot of what's taken so long with Hollow Knight Silksong is the fact that, I mean, that's the style of it is that it's a small team. They're handcrafting this stuff. It just takes a while. But I mean, with stuff like this, like I'm I'm more than happy, like if it takes a number of years to have something like that, but it is this like beautiful of an experience and stuff. I don't care. Do your thing, make your art. I want to see it. Um, I'm all about it. So I hope that there's more like Cuphead inspired type things that come out that do really lean into that because it legitimately is like a very beautiful kind of thing to play. Um, Also coming from somebody who like, I'm not a like... Not a wonderful illustrator, but I came up and Don't sell like, yourself short. Whenever I was a You're kid, being humble. Well, I mean, whenever I was, whenever I was a kid, I wanted to be an illustrator. Like that was yeah. so. I mean, like you know, looking at animation and stuff like that was something that I really loved doing. And so, looking at it from that like point of view too, and seeing a lot of that influence is also really like, you know, it's really mind blowing. Just kind of, you know, considering that somebody could like put that on a movie or a TV show is one thing, but the idea of somebody like making that stuff and then you being able to control it and being influenced by it, like that's just mind blowing. How, how does it even work? It's like magic. Who knew? I mean, I have um, no clue, but I do have a question <laughs> for you real quick. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So I, I plan on picking up Cuphead. one DLC okay. and everything. Do you ever, so just, you know, short quick to the point would you recommend getting yep. it on switch or playstation so i i got mm-hmm. it on switch mm-hmm. just um straight to just give me it, boom definitive answer Hit um for you and your lifestyle i mean i would say go with playstation um okay i the reason i say that is just like Again, I got it on Switch um, partially just because I was like, I don't know how much like it's the type of game that with like bosses and stuff, I may just like want to grind out some whenever I can't play it on the TV, Um, like when we're watching TV at night or whatever. I ended up playing a lot of it on the TV. It just ended up kind of happening out that way. So I could have gotten it on PlayStation and been just fine. Um, 
I mean, I do think it helps also a ton to have like a legit controller and have a little bit more of that like control over it. Um, But since like you don't have a child, you have a little bit more like flexibility in that space. Um, Yeah. I mean, I would say go with the PlayStation. I've honestly like because I, yeah, because I enjoyed it as much, like I've considered picking it up on PlayStation just so I can go for like trophies and everything. Um, and just kind of like, um, I, I sincerely doubt that I could even, that I could even platinum it because like, cause you can, it has achievements quote unquote, like built into the game. Like you're obviously not getting points for it on Nintendo, but they have them unlocked in there. And some of them are like legitimately seem ridiculous and maybe i'm wrong i don't know but i'm pulling um, up the it's a trophy guide and i have no idea um how difficult it would be um let's let's see see. attain a rank or higher or on all bosses so yeah, so the A rank probably is not that bad. Um, I mean, it's not like I got, I probably averaged maybe like B, B plus on most of them. Um, but that probably wouldn't be too bad. The pacifist, and that's the thing that gets me is that the um, there are like, and something that I would like to go back through again for is like, there are a lot of like secret things, quote unquote, like um, we won't go through it and like potentially spoil a bunch of stuff or whatever. But like, you know, this first thing talks about pacifist runs. Okay. I have no idea what that, I mean, I, I assume it's going through like the platforming levels without killing any of the enemies. Um, you hope. But like there, there are NPCs in the overworld who hint to that, who are like, oh, I heard that, uh, this happens if, uh, if you don't like beat the shit out of everybody like you're doing right now, (laughs) you dumb, dumb, like that kind of stuff. Like it'll, it, it's like not very, it's not overt, but it's like, it's like, Hey, maybe you should try this. Maybe you should try not killing everybody. You stupid man. Like you should like, that's the kind of you thing that they kind of go with. Um, so which that's the thing that makes me think it may be a little bit harder. Um, okay. also too there, I think, yeah, it says here, like you have to beat all the bosses on expert difficulty, which only unlocks after you beat the game on regular. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, I don't even know what happening. that would look like considering considering like regular is legitimately tough. But, you know, now I'm curious. Maybe now I'll maybe now I'll get it again. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Next week, Chris Lake. Yeah. yeah. So, Corey, I got the platinum. Um, yeah. Just, uh, just that know. easy. I just did it. Yeah. I doubt it. But um, I mean, at least now, though, I have the I've played the game like I yes, you, have. you know, my I mean, my lowest my lowest rank for any of the bosses across the entire time that I played was the very first boss because I just didn't know how to play the game. So consider like yep. throughout the rest of the game, I ranked higher on every other boss than I did on the first boss. And like that in and of itself should help me considerably if I could just go through the game and play like better. So yeah, I, I, I would be inclined to agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, I started back up. I say back up. I started a new game uh, playing through Mario plus Rabbids colon Kingdom Golden? Battle. Yes, yeah. Um, I started Persona 4 Golden <laughs> over again. Um, no. Uh, the, so Mario Rabbids, like we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago with the yeah, sequel the, coming out the um, mini direct yeah um and i was like man i really i never finished because i played it when it first came out like 2017 okay. um okay. i stopped i can't remember how many worlds there are but i've stopped like halfway through world four um which was probably like 
15 ish hours in. Um, but I started over playing through it again. Um, and I forget, like, I forget how legitimately creative that like combat feels in that game. Cause it very much could have been a just we're XCOM. We're playing like XCOM. You just hide behind cover and you shoot and you hope that things hit. And that's just what it is. But it is such a like, like this, the, it feels, especially now, like it feels kind of clunky. Like it feels, I mean, not the gameplay itself, but like the, some of the conversations and some of the UI and some of the just like random stuff that is also a part of the game feels a little like chunky clunky. Um, but the game in general, like forgot how like kinetic Mario and Rabbids combat is. Cause it is this thing where like with, with XCOM, it's very, you go behind cover, you fire some right. shots, you move very gradually, you try to flank, you try to do whatever. But with Mario and Rabbids, it's this thing where you're very like, it's it's almost required of you that like you run in, you dash hit an opponent, you run over to one of your partners and you bounce off of them and you jump off of this guy's head over behind cover and then you fire at them. Like you do all these kind of like combo moves okay. to deal extra damage. Um, Cause that's essentially how the game works. Like I, I know that there's supposed to be some changes with, the newer game that's coming out, but with it, like you can basically like there's, there are ways essentially where you can move all the way across the map virtually in one move, because like the way that you go through pipes and like the number of moves that you're kind of like added onto when you go through pipes and then you dash an enemy and you jump off of this enemy and you go over here and you do this thing. Like it's this, it's a sort of environment that like very quickly goes from, Oh, like I know what this is going to be. This is just going to be like Mario XCOM to like, it's almost kind of its own beast. Like it is, yeah. it's very, and I think that that's the thing that like, really makes it exciting and makes it interesting and something I honestly like I've remembered having that feeling, but I couldn't really remember like playing the game really well until recently. But now that I'm playing through it, it is this thing where it's like, I'm just, I'm having a lot of fun with it and it has its own strategic wrinkles because you aren't just like posted up behind cover and trying to deal with this massive amount of force. It's like you are trying to figure out how you can most strategically move along the map, do the things that you need to do. Um, so I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's, um, and all the characters also play very differently. Like, you know, um, there are, you know, there's, there are eight party members that you can, um, choose from. You can have three in your party at any given time. And there's Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Yoshi. And then there's a rabid version of each of them. um, but like rabid Luigi, you know, does a lot of dash moves and can kind of like vampire steal health. Luigi's like okay. a sniper. Peach has a shotgun. Um, Casual. Sounds there's right. yeah, there's there's all this kind of stuff. So, I mean, they all have their strengths. And so it is this thing where you're kind of like you're really incentivized to try and build out around some of these characters. Um, and a lot of them do also have like synergistic kind of qualities and stuff. But um, yeah. I've been having fun with it. I'll probably, I don't know how much I'm in the third world now. Okay. Um, so I'm coming up on where I was previously. Um, but I don't okay. know how much, like even once I get to that point, I don't know how much left of the game there is. There could be a whole lot more. Um, but I also bought the, uh, donkey Kong DLC too, just okay. because like the DLC was like, three bucks or something <laughs> like it's um, Mario rabbits has been like on super sale for years, basically. Um, so I just ended up getting it and, and I'll probably play through some of that too. But um, yeah, it'll probably be kind of like the, the thing that I'm finishing up in lead up to uh, Xenoblade Chronicles three yeah. at the end of the month. So you're nice. nice. Um, 
Yeah. Having fun like with it, it though. Um, yeah. Uh, Corey, um, a couple of news bits, rapid fire. I'm going to hit you with hit it. Hit me with them. I want to see what you think. Um, okay. PlayStation announced PlayStation stars, a loyalty program aimed at players see of this. PlayStation. I did see this. Yes. How do, you, um, how do you feel about it? I haven't read enough into it to like get the nitty gritty of it, but the overall of it seems kind of promising. Um, uh, just read it out for me that way. Cause I'm, I'm slipping on my, yeah. So, so for anybody that is not aware, so the PlayStation stars is a loyalty program. Um, as they put it on the blog that celebrates you, the player, on, for being on an ever-growing gaming journey with us. Uh, once you become a member, you earn rewards by completing campaigns and activities. Um, they have a monthly check-in campaign that requires you to play any game, receive a reward. Um, other campaigns require you to win tournaments, earn specific trophies, um, be the first player to platinum a blockbuster title in your local time zone. What? Um, Interesting. But basically, it sounds like their whole thing is like they're going to set up like you will. It's a loyalty program that basically for playing PlayStation games, you will get something back in the form of like potentially un- maybe unlocking like certain games for cheaper, maybe even like exclusive games um, or like, you know, probably the most like incentivized thing uh, being like discounts, like almost like yeah. gold points or whatever on Nintendo, like having some discounted goods that you can purchase from the store. Um, and it sounds like, it sounds like kind of a neat thing where like, if you're not super into it, then just playing games will earn you something like getting mm-hmm. some trophies playing a game, doing whatever will earn you something. But if you're really into it, you can also play like tournaments and do all that kind of stuff. Um, Which I mean, there's, there's always kind of a bunch of different things like that, but it kind of reminds me a little bit of world of Warcraft whenever they added their like achievement system. Um, So like world of Warcraft, they added, it seems super late at the time, but they added achievements like in 08 after the game had come out like in 04. So, I mean, it was, it was around the time that achievements and stuff were starting. Um, maybe it was later. No. Yeah. Maybe it was, I don't know. Maybe like 2012, 20 between like 08 and 2012, somewhere in there. (laughs) Um, but they added achievements and like, that was the thing was like achievements brought you something like not all of them did, but some of them legitimately would be like, okay, you are, you, you guys were the, you were a part of the team that beat this boss first in the world. And you get this exclusive title so that people like know right, you were that yeah. person or you unlock this exclusive mount or you unlock this exclusive, like whatever. And it was like this incentivized thing where it's like, okay, achievements aren't just points. In some cases, they are like actual things that you can be that you can celebrate and so it kind of feels like something like that which i'm always all about like i i like trophies for the fact that they will um just like give you incentive to kind of play things differently than maybe you would otherwise but the idea that it's kind of like rewarding people for again having another layer of that where it's like okay you can do these things, earn trophies in a different way, play games differently than you would otherwise. And we will like, if you're really into it, we'll reward you in kind. And I mean, I, at least on the surface seems kind of cool. Um, I don't know what it'll look like in practice. Who knows? But you know, I imagine it'll be, um, cool. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think I need to see it in action to get like a real good basis on it is if it's going to be one thing where it's like, finally after like four months of playing i've earned a ten dollar discount on like an exclusive title then it's yep. just like well like a ten percent discount or something like that you're just kind of like well okay but if it's one of those things of you know after like a couple of weeks it's like oh now you have like playstation stores offering you a like uh ten fifteen dollar discount on your next purchase that's one i think that's like a different route where it like accumulates quickly it's not like a certain game it's just like getting this or something along those lines i think that yeah 
might be a bit more appealing. Um, or yeah. just like you said, earning up kind of how Nintendo does like in-store credit that can be applied however you wish. Uh, all kind of the same thing, but it just it really depends on how they like utilize it and distribute it to you. Um, I think it's going to be the biggest yeah. um, tell if it's going to work well or not. Yeah. Um, just so we don't take too long. Give me a one word answer about your feelings. Bayonetta 3 coming out in October. Um, one word. Hype. Hype. Uh, one word. Uh, uh, what else? Um, uh, Lollipop Chainsaw remake coming out. Confused. What? <laughs> <laughs> do you ever play lollipop I mean, chainsaw i have not I, i'm teasing you a bit uh, i know what it is okay. uh still confused but i i do know what it is um a l- yeah little, it's, it, feels, um, it feels a little late in the tooth uh for that but you know, yeah yeah i mean i i don't know i've i i played and own lollipop chainsaw um it's by suda 51 who's made like a lot of different things, but probably most recently, no more heroes three. Um, he, yeah, it's a game you play as like a chainsaw wielding, uh, cheerleader. Um, and you have like your boyfriend who was zombified, like has his head put on like hanging on your belt. Um, or like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember exact things, but apparently there's a remake coming. Um, the game came out like 12 years ago, 10 years ago, 10 years. Yeah. 2012. Um, so yeah, it'll be maybe cool. Who knows? Um, and one last one, Corey, uh, Kirby dream buffet, multiplayer, uh, fall guys looking kind of yeah. thing. How do you feel about it? It's two words. Very excited. It looks very fun. Very excited. Um, I love. Well, it. I think I'm kind of coming off of the Forgotten Lands, which was just like so much better than I thought it would ever be. That I'm like, I'll take more. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. So sweet. All righty, Corey. Well, let's talk some three hopes. Let's take a break first. Okay. Then let's talk about three hopes because we okay. got a we got a. I don't know. Energy up. I don't know. Energy up. Okay. Um, We'll be back. Yeah, we'll be (laughs) back. And we're back. Corey, uh, you finished three hopes. I finished three hopes. You did. Um, This is a reminder for everybody that this is a spoilery discussion about three hopes, three houses, um, everything in between. Um, holding nothing back doesn't mean everything is spoiled but doesn't mean that everything won't be so just per also let's get this out the gate no one's three houses three hopes run is the same as anyone else's um yes it's virtually impossible for it to be so it will be spoilery but also keep into account like there's four different runs in three houses three different runs in three hopes and depending on like your actions or not actions, like your endings change in varying, varying degrees. Um, so yeah, keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, as a general, just kind of starter, how did you feel about the last bit of, I mean, what the bit of three hopes that you've been playing, like how did it finish for you? Do you feel good about it? So I did the Scarlet Blaze route, uh, a.k.a. Black Eagles, mm-hmm. um, a.k.a. the, oh, what's the word for it? Just like the Imperial, like, takedown of the continent, I guess is the best way. They're the baddies, um, but, like, not the baddie baddies. Um, yeah. So uh, it was the original run I did in uh, Three Houses. And so coming in to Three Hopes, uh, the beats were a little different, uh, still similar treading paths. I think how I described it initially was instead of kind of like driving parts of the narrative and like specifically with Edelgard being like almost her moral compass and this route, uh-huh. um, she was kind of her own moral compass. She like jumps early um, for her takedown and like overthrow of the empire. 
um, and seems to kind of almost be exactly how she would be had Byleth been with her the whole time, which feels unauthentic when compared to my golden deer run when she's just like this tyrant. Um, yeah. So I found that a little odd. It's like, oh, how much of an effect did I really have on her? I'm just kind of a passenger. Um, and specifically with like Shiz and Damien also, it, it was such a different complexity to what bite lip brought where he like slowly like reveals and like brings out the best of the side characters it feels like damien my damien is shiz um just kind of jumped the gun of like um you care too much about this maybe if you stopped caring about this everything would be okay and just like immediately yeah. like called people out on it so maybe that was the effect with edelgard of like you are a commoner that's been brought up into like a higher position of rank due to her and her whole thing is she wants to destroy the class system um which you know we support that uh just you know (laughs) the means don't always justify the ends um with hers um and so it was very different kind of just being like along for the ride and specifically at the end uh kind of fell in line similarly with um I believe it's Crimson Flower, the Black Eagles route, and mm-hmm. three houses. Specifically, how that ends is a very high but also underwhelming note. Um, for those who have played three houses, they would know like the black, the out and out Black Eagle run is the shortest run in all of okay. um, three houses. I believe it's only 17 or 18 chapters compared to like the Blue Lions and the Church at 20 and like the Golden Deer run at 22 chapters. Um, and so, and this one also felt very short. It's, it focused so much on those who slither in the dark at the end compared to how three houses didn't. And, but it ends in a very underwhelming fashion. Are you good if I spoil it for you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I plan on, yeah, yeah, you're good. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Um, it ends with the, the leader of Thales, uh, those who slither in dark and Rhea essentially killing each other by blowing up a bridge and falling to their deaths, which I'm like, one, she's a dragon and has lived for like a thousand yep. years Two, this man's also lived for like 300 years. I don't know if a fall yep. is really going to kill them. Um, but it ends presumably with their death and like Edelgard and Chez high-fiving, walking down the bridge. By the way, the bridge that's not connected to the monastery, the one that's just like connected to the tower. And it basically been like, now we go take down the kingdom. The end. And I'm like, yeah. wait, what? Excuse what? <laughs> Huh? <laughs> like, wait, what do you mean? Like, so there's, there's nothing. What do you mean we go take down the kingdom? And specifically what I'm, why that confused me so much is in the chapters beforehand, I don't know if this, this was the same for you. You yeah. meet in this big volcano Valley. You it's like this big fight where you, you and the Alliance have like partnered up. You've teamed up. Y'all are like together. Y'all are essentially like hunting down the remaining like Fargus three, Fargus four. Um, and like Dimitri gets away and it's Byleth. Cause I recruited Byleth. Um, and Shez chasing after Dimitri, well, chasing after Claude, who's chasing after Dimitri. And it ends in this whole, uh-huh. like, final valley, like, showdown where Shez gets overtaken by Arval, fights Byleth, and it's this whole big thing to eventually where, like, Edelgard, Dimitri, and Claude get sucked into Arval's, like, like world. You have to take down Arval, but you all work together, finally. By the way, Dimitri is an absolute tank. Oh my gosh, yeah, I yeah. thought Edelgard <laughs> like played like very tanky, but like, you know, just a monster saying with Shez. Dimitri was, a, I was like, what on earth? The dude's a menace. Um, but it kind of ends with them all like, okay, we don't see everything like eye to eye, but we can start working together is the vibe that it's kind of given by the very end. Like Edelgard lets Dimitri walk. Her and Claude have like the alliance, like they're packed, like sealed down. But then the game ends with, okay, now we're going to kill like Dimitri and the kingdom. Like, I thought we resolved this. I thought we were, everyone was on good terms. So it ended very clunky. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, which kind of was how um, the Black Eagles route and Three Houses ended. It ended very like abruptly, very 
a little confusing. Like, well, we had this whole, like, those who slid under the dark plot line that we're just kind of ignoring in Three Houses. And now it's just like we're ignoring the kingdom at the end, it sounds like. So a little disappointed by it, but I guess I can't be too surprised. Um, but overall, I really enjoyed it. The combat did wane on me, even with trying out a bunch of new characters, because it was just so much of the same exact stuff over and over again. So much, so much where I was like, how do I get to the end point as quickly as I can? And that's just kind of where I fell into. Uh, but still, give it 8 out of 10. It's definitely my top 5 game of the year right now. So, good Sorry, deal. that was so much. That was, I just had to, no. I just monologued. I apologize for those listening. That was just so much at once. I hope you enjoyed. Um, but yes. Perhaps. Yeah, so it's a funny thing because, like, I think... Like, that is the, it's the very interesting thing about, like, the Three Hopes, Three Houses, this Fire Emblem series is because, like, I mean, honestly, like, most of the time with different routes or different versions of something, they're not all that different. But, like, the games, or they will play in a way where everything comes together in the same way, the same things happen, but ultimately, like, you know, you're playing kind of a different side of it. But with three houses and three hopes like it is just a it's a very different story you were actively tipping the scales Mm -hmm. one direction or the other um which i say that to say like the golden i mean first of all like the golden deer route in general uh phallus uh thales uh doesn't even show up didn't even see his face not even one time like isn't even there (laughs) it shows up plenty in this route Yeah, so the, and that's the thing, is like the golden deer, I mean, in general, the golden deer are kind of, like, I I mentioned this whenever we talked about Three Hopes first, but like, the golden deer in general are kind of like an outlier group, because like, the true conflict in the game is kind of like, Edelgard trying to unify the kingdom, take down the church, and the kingdom, or the, you know, the blue lions, that kingdom being very like entrenched with the church and trying to like mm-hmm. push back and the golden deer are just kind of like over here they're just kind there. of playing things and and so in three hopes it's a very similar thing because like now in my opinion having played both i think the golden deer in three hopes are a lot more involved in the actual war effort because Partway, yep, I'm not sure too. how it looks in the in the Black Eagles, but like partway through, they like form an alliance with the Black yep. Eagles mm-hmm. um, yep. to effectively take down the kingdom, and yep. they act. So, I mean, they're actively like fighting alongside some of the Black Eagles. They're actively yep. fighting against some of the the Blue Lions and Kingdom and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I mean, it's further, like, at the same time, they're also fighting the conflict with their Almiran, like, right. side yeah. people. Um, which, honestly, like, I I can't remember if it showed up in Three Houses, but you learn a lot more about, like, Claude's ancestry. Again, like, yeah. mega spoilers, but, like, Claude is essentially, like, a an heir to the Almiran throne. Like, he is, you know, could could essentially be king of two kingdoms. And so, I mean, you're seeing a lot of this kind of thing playing back and forth. Um, But the interesting thing to me is the fact that, like, it it paints a very different picture of Claude. Like, it shows that, it shows, like, Byleth's influence. Even though, like, Byleth as a character was not very, like, outspoken, whatever. Like, those events really kind of shape these characters in different ways. Partially like, you know, Dimitri, I would, I mean, I don't know his story in this, but I would say he is much farther gone in three houses than he is in three hopes. And then yeah, he seems to have vice versa, three hopes. Yeah. Vice versa in this. I mean, I would say Claude, not necessarily that Claude is further gone in three hopes, but just that he's, he has a little bit more rain to make the shitty decisions that he has cooking in his head case in point being i don't know again don't know how it looks in black eagles but there is a very specific instance where you've made your pact with the black eagles 
you're showing up to help them in this battle against the um, Church of Saros. Catherine, with her Thunderbrand, is there. She's fighting. Right. Okay. She's, and <laughs> Claude essentially at some point is like, yeah, uh, we're not going to help the Black Eagles. Um, hmm. They can just die for all I care. <laughs> And, and everybody's like, uh, are we going, are really, are we going? He's like, yep, that's, he's got, just gotta, just gotta do what we do. And so Catherine kills, uh, basically like Caspar's uncle and oh. then you kill Catherine. And then at some point Caspar's family, like hire Gerald's mercenaries to come after you and, you know, hmm, checks kill out. you. Yeah. And, you know, just all, like, I mean, it's, it's this whole thing where like, Claude, I think, is in Three Hopes is a lot more of his true self. He has like he doesn't have like he actively seeks Shez and the people around him's like yeah. input. Like after that instance, like all of the team call him on his shit and he admits Amazing. to like, okay, I need to take I need to take more like advice from the people that I've like trusted to have. So, I mean, he like, he gets it, but I think he lacks Byleth being there to just kind of like be this looming force in his head to keep him from making some of these right. like underhanded decisions. Um, and so that's, that's how that runs. Um, and it's, to me, it's much more interesting because like you are seeing the bad side of Claude in a way that I don't think you see Claude much much differently than just like a romanticized kind of like trickster type character through three hopes right. or three houses um but yeah the the end of the game for me essentially was like you end up fighting against the you you your final fight is against Rhea as a dragon like you're fighting Rhea oh um that's a different yeah. ending you f- yeah, you fight because um, you're going up against like you're chasing down Rhea. Um, I can't remember exactly how it ends, um, but yeah, you chase down Rhea. You end up like fighting her um, and then she, there's another battle. She turns into a dragon. You're fighting the dragon um, doing all that kind of stuff and you kill her. And then it's this big just kind of like um, there's there is the like hint that the war, this should be the end of the war. Like at this point, we've kind of okay. killed and neutralized the core conflict. And hopefully this is the end of all of the conflict. It's, it is kind of in a similar way, kind of nebulous. Like it leaves it open to where it's like, you know, I think it kind of hints that like, yeah, Edelgard and Dimitri are still going to go at it. Like they're still yeah. fighting each other. They're still like, they're not going to stop. Like I, I think it kind of like leans more that direction, but I think the implication is that like, okay, now that Ray is dead, now that the church is like the church's head is severed this. Now we can start like unifying properly. Um, and through all of that, like, I mean, through the route and that's the thing is like through that route most most everybody's on board with it like you dimitri gets to the point where he's like you know i gotta look out for my people um you know they'll be fine uh we you know ray is not ray is not god she she's yeah. just the leader of the church if she has to if she has to die to in the world or to end the war, then so be it. Like he kind of gets to that point with things. Um, that's kind of where it got obviously Edelgard's. Yeah. Um, so it's very, but yeah, the, those who slither in the dark, quote unquote, like it's very, there's not much presence. I mean, there is the stuff of, um, you know, Tomas, like you fight Mm -hmm. Kronia in the beginning and Tomas disappears. And like later on, he shows up like you fight Tomas in one of the battles. Um, But I never saw Kronia again. I never saw Thallus. I never like there wasn't much of it. Like there were the last couple of chapters. Basically, all they were doing is they were kind of like causing um, 
turmoil in the countryside. Okay. Like it was just, we got to get back home. Like we had closed in on the kingdom and then we retreated. And then it was like, we got to get back home that they're here and nobody knows what to do. And then you fight them, but it's just kind of like a ragtag group of these guys. Right. Like it's not really any sort of core thing. It's more just kind of like postponing the central part of the war. So, right. And yeah, now I've always found that interesting is now also having um, played both of us playing three hopes and kind of hearing that specifically in three houses, the golden deer route deals so much more with the whole plot line of those who slither in the dark compared to black eagles where they are actually predominantly major villains to Edelgard and like her allies. I've always found, found that like a interesting, like, dynamic and then it kind of rectified itself in this where they were such a focus that it kind of made their outside like war feel just kind of tame um uh, but there was always the talk well there's like claude always there because the alliance was there he never betrayed us um or betrayed betrayed us I never portrayed Edelgard um, and Dimitri was, (laughs) he kind of always seemed half in half out on the war. Kind of just like, I I like, I mean, he even says it. He's like, I mean, you're right. I just don't like your methods. Edelgard will have like, can we not just, you know, and that was kind of the point where I think it sounds similar for you where they all get, which is such a different position to three houses and we kind of it kind of makes me questions like it feels like byleth was like born for like this exact time period to like guide the future here and it's interesting to see yeah. what that looks like yeah. without him as a central figure and it almost seems like a better like future if that makes sense because i think was in adel in my original black eagles route you end up like essentially just executing dimitri and claude and just like you know go you go scorched earth in like a tamer way with violet at their side and now it's like oh yeah i guess we are all friends yeah what have we been doing like sure yeah let's just get rid of the church and move on um yeah it's weird just seeing a world where like a t- technically the like evil god or whatever it is arval is the central like figure uh-huh. of it all and it's a technically yeah. a better ending for everyone with that in place compared to like the yeah the i mean yeah and i think like in general i think that it like is good evidence to the fact that like a lot of stories can be more interesting without the like quote unquote chosen one being mm. like the world being so dependent on the choices of the chosen one. Um mm. just because I mean it is that thing where whenever you are so reliant on like Byleth in this way to kind of move the story, like it can make for really interesting changes, but at the same time, like it makes the world feel maybe in a way like artificial, like just being mm. at the whims of this one person whenever it's this huge, massive conflict, because for me, like the more interesting story in this whole thing is the war, not necessarily the like dark presence that's Mm -hmm. underneath it all. Um, because like with Thallus and nemesis and, you know, all of those kind of like characters in the original game, like it's, it's fine, but it, it feels like the personal stories and the war effort is a lot more interesting. And yeah. And it does feel like a lot of that's able to shine a lot better in this when you don't have Byleth actively just like screwing with things the way that, um, he, she, they did in, uh, the original. Yeah. I don't know, but all around, uh, how do you sit on it now having finished it? I, I mean, I like it a lot. I think um, I came away with it like really happy that I played it and legitimately mm-hmm. was excited to play more like, I mean, on both sides, like it made me more interested in going back to three houses to Same. clean up because I never played through Black Eagles on three houses. Dumb, dumb blue um, and um also, too, I mean, it made me more interested in playing some Muso games. I mean, I have Persona 5 Strikers I need to play. Yes. Um, ended up picking up a copy of 
uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity for like okay. 30 bucks for nice. Um, nice. So, I mean, like, you know, there's it may, which I mean, are games that I wasn't like super excited to play. So now that like I was able to kind of play through that and actually like re- really legitimately enjoy it, um, I'm much more excited to kind of go through and try out some other stuff. So sweet. Yep. Nice. I like it. Sweet. Uh, I kind of think I fall in that same camp of like, I need to go back to three houses. I need to do my blue lion run now because um, I'm curious just to see Dimitri's arc now, like through and through. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I haven't played blue lions and three hubs, but at least seeing Dimitri meeting him in three Mm -hmm. hubs, he is, he is a lot better off than he was way better off <laughs> three houses way better yep. off i'm like um he he is unhinged three in houses. three houses yeah 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 just um, a lunatic yeah his his arc is fascinating in three houses um I'm excited. but yeah yeah i might go play um, after this yeah we'll cory you should you should do it cory um i think that's do you have any more thoughts or do you want to yeah. I'm good to wrap up. Um, I'm excited for this week. Stray comes out on PlayStation, uh, the cat game. And uh, I'm really hyped about it. I'm going to be bringing that to the show next week. I can tell you that right now because give me all the kitty stuff. Um, This orange cat, it's going to make my life. I'm excited for it. But yeah, that's all I got. Get it. That's all that's left. Get that kitty. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) Sweet. Um, (laughs) Cool. (laughs) uh where can people find you this week if they want to find you uh they can go follow me uh over at hash slinging thrasher on instagram or stay thrashy on the twitter sphere but as always follow us over at arcade underscore cozy on twitter for all the latest and greatest and amazing updates from yours truly yes me yours truly um yeah, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Four Point Pixel on Twitter at Swiss Fun Joe, and you can find us on Instagram at f- I was going to say Four Point Pixel again. Arcade no, Cozy, not quite. Uh, we're yes, at Arcade Cozy on Instagram. Yes, we are. <laughs> and, um, you can email us at uh, arcadecozy at gmail dot com if you have yes. any questions, concerns, uh, lovely comments, um, and then uh, yeah. Uh, intro music Johnny Be Good 89 on Instagram you can find him there show him love Um, but yeah until next week Corey this has been Arcade Cozy life is hectic why should your hobbies be too there it is I love it love you guys take it easy play three houses